Welcome everybody to today's episode of Daddy No, episode number 53, day number 386 of being a stay-at-home father. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little day drunk. Um, don't worry, my wife stayed home today. What happened was uh, I took Bert Kreischer to the uh, radio station this morning. And then after that, we went and had lunch and we had a few drinks. And I'm feeling nice. I'm not going to lie, I'm feeling a little nice. Isaiah won't be on this podcast. My son, he is in school right now, but I will be on this podcast. So thank you. Okay, I feel like everybody just tuned out right now. Thanks, appreciate it. Anyway, uh, big up to Ana Guerrero. Thank you, Ana, for liking every single one of my podcasts. I appreciate that because uh, I can actually see who likes my stuff and who listens. For all of you who don't listen to my podcast, forget you, uh, but not that you would even hear this part, so it doesn't matter. All right, so today's podcast, man, a lot of stuff. NASA had a big announcement. Apparently, there's seven Earth Earths. Seven planets that are Earth-like that we could possibly live in. Basically, seven other planets that we can fuck up is what it is. Oh, by the way, I'm going to cuss this uh, podcast. So uh, family members, if you're listening to this podcast, don't want to hear me cuss. You should probably tune out because that's what's going to happen because my son is not here and my daughter's with my wife right now. So I can say what the fuck I want to say. Anyway, that's what happens when you're day drunk. You say horrible stuff. I'll probably regret it once I post it online. But, hey. And I know people are like, wait a minute, shouldn't this podcast been out yesterday? You said you're going to do podcasts on Thursday. Oh, I'm sorry, FCC. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, people who I work for. I, uh, it's going to come out when I put it out, usually between Wednesday and Friday. I try to, I'll try to put them out on Thursdays when I can. Anyway, so this podcast is going to be about uh, a lot of stuff. The, uh, Yeah, just a lot of stuff. I'm not going to tell you what's on the podcast. You're going to have to listen to the entire thing to figure out what is on the podcast. But since I already started talking about, yeah, uh, Bert Kreisner, I'm not opening for him. I am driving him around and stuff. Uh, go check him out. Funny, funny, hilarious, down-to-earth dude and just tells a bunch of random stories that are hilarious if you've never heard of them look them up look up the machine what that is burke kreischer the machine hilarious dude go check him out at laugh out loud he's gonna be there two shows today two shows tomorrow and then um sunday what shows am i gonna be on well uh i'll probably do midnight tonight at the blind tiger comedy club underneath the magic time machine go check me out there all of us and then tomorrow i'll probably do the off the cuff show uh, and those will be, yeah, I'll go do that show, the Off the Cuff, the Improvised Stand-Up. And uh, thank you to Holly and Anthony Chavaria for, for helping me out with that. The past two weeks, I've been at the Improv Comedy Club and uh, downtown here in San Antonio. haven't been able to do that show. I'm usually the one that puts up all the topics for that, but I haven't been able to. But they took over, so I appreciate that. Thank you very much for doing that. So on Wednesday, I had the funniest person in South Texas competition. Yeah, uh, I didn't win. I went to the went to the the playoffs. I've never been to the playoff round. I've either gone to the finals, the semifinals directly, or I didn't make it. So first time being in the playoffs. Playoffs are typically the hardest round because it's 
it's better comics that usually make it to the playoffs that than we're in each round. You know what I mean? Like second, third, and fourth place are the ones that make it to the playoffs, and then only two make it out of that playoff round. And there's two playoff rounds. So March fifteenth, I'll be at Laugh Out Loud. If you guys want tickets, Ana Guerrero. Uh, if you're here on a Wednesday in San Antonio, you want tickets, let me know. I'll get you them for free. Anyway, yeah, that's right. Big baller. Get you free tickets at Laugh Out Loud. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I got to the playoff round. Uh, no excuses. Uh, I didn't see. I didn't. Big uh, Jeff Stone won. Congratulations, Mr. Jeff Stone. I heard you did very good. Uh, no excuses. I mean, I went number four after a dude who, oh, just bombed horribly. Like just they cut off his mic because he went over his time. I don't know who it was. Uh, and I don't talk crap about other comedians, but this guy wasn't a comedian. He was just a dude who went up on stage and at the end of his set did a horrible Michael Jackson impression, which sounded nothing like Michael Jackson ordering fast food. And then just, uh, and then when he was done, he was like, thank you. Thank you. And pointed at the audience and the audience was like slow clapping, like, all right, get off the stage, dude, get off the stage. So I thought Jay Lafar, who's the one hosting, was going to maybe say a joke or something, like bring him back before I go on stage. But no, he just brought me up. And so I went up and uh, the first joke did OK. The second joke did better and the third joke. I got an applause break. And then after that, it was smooth sailing. And they're like, oh, OK. So they're, after that, got a, I was the dude who washed the taste out of their mouth from the dude from before. That sounds really gross. I meant in a comedy way. Ah, innuendos. Hmm. Anyway, uh, I lost by three points. Apparently, it's judged on a point system where whoever you thought was the funniest gets five points. Or whoever you thought was second funniest gets three points. And third funniest gets one point. And I lost by three points uh, to Jeff Stone. So, Jeff Stone, savor this moment. Um, I'm going to kick you in your lady hips whenever I get a chance. If you don't know Jeff Stone, he has lady hips. Uh, he says it himself in a joke. But we all notice it with your tight jeans. Anyway, I hate your face, and congratulations to Jeff Stone. <laughs> but uh, no, so uh, I'll be March 15th, playoff round, and hopefully I go to the semifinals. If not, who gives a shit, right? All right, so that's everything from Fist. Uh, it was actually even Anthony Torino said best round he has seen. So coming from Anthony, coming from Anthony Torino, that means still nothing. But uh, yeah, so that's 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 what happened, and that was the competition this past uh, Wednesday. I was trying to do thirty days of straight stand up, which the the what I've done before I've done eighteen straight days, but last night uh, I I didn't have I had to go I was driving around Burke Kreisner and uh, I was at LOL so I didn't get to go up on stage, so I did fifteen days straight. But most of those were paid. I think only but like three shows were paid shows. The rest were paid. Um, the other ones were open mics. So does that count as a show? No, it doesn't. But it does count as getting up on stage, right? Doesn't matter. If you're a, a New York comic or L.A. comic or a comic's been doing a while, they're like, yeah, that doesn't freaking matter. All I was trying to do is get stronger. I thought if I do 30 days straight that I would get stronger as a comedian. And, uh, yeah, I missed a day. Oh, well, shit happens, right? So going back to NASA, NASA found seven planets uh, in a nearby solar system that uh, that we could possibly inhabit because Stephen Hawking came out and said, hey, uh, humanity is stupid, which, hey, thanks, Stephen Hawking. We all know that. 
uh, I mean, not individually. Individually, we have a lot of, I think we, there's a lot of smart people. There's a lot of stupid people. There's a lot of smart people, too. But as a group, uh, we're pretty dumb. Pretty dumb. You know what I mean? Like, if you're in a large group and everybody starts running, you're going to run. You don't know why you're running, but you run when they hurt because that's what you do. We're, we're dumb animals deep, deep down. That's why you still have reptilian brains. I don't know. I looked that up. Yeah, we have reptilian brains. Very Anyway, the point is uh, that we're dumb because money is not real and we go to war with each other for something that is not real because it makes more not real money. Something like that, right? And so, uh, yeah, that's my daughter crying in the back, but my wife has her in the other room. I don't know if you could hear that. Maybe you can hear that. Anyway, so uh, he says we're all stupid, Mr. Stephen Hawking, and it, we're gonna, the, the world's going to end eventually, which is like, yeah, we know that. The sun's going to expand and gobble up Earth, so eventually we would have to get off the planet but, and that's even if we're still living at that time. You know what I mean? We don't know. What if we evolved to something else? Hmm? What if, we, what if we're not even around? We're like the dinosaurs or, uh, or something like that, right? But anyway, so there's seven Earth-like planets. What if we, what if we split us all up? And uh, is that the way it's going to be? Like, is it going to be like racism? Like each ethnicity or race lives on it is there going to be like a mexican planet and a white planet and a black planet and an asian planet i hope not because uh, i think asian women are beautiful no that's not why because, <laughs> because we should all still live on the same planet right guys except uh like the criminals they'll be like australian planet and what i mean by australian planet is we put all the criminals on one planet because that's what england did and was like hey go live on this other planet which is actually nicer than the planet we live on now. But you go live, because I'm pretty sure Australia, there's a lot of beautiful areas and beach sides. To, uh, uh, anyway, it's beautiful compared to England. Anyway, so, yeah. So that's the, the seven. The, that was the big finding that NASA, that NASA found uh, was seven, seven planets. So I survived a tornado. Yeah, tornado. This past Sunday, there was uh, about four tornadoes in san antonio i believe yeah and uh, one of them was here in the alamo heights area even though i live in Terrell hills but it's right next to it and so what happened was i was in heb right and uh, i was getting groceries after i did the after i hosted at the improv i went and i took my money and i deposited it and i bought groceries with that money uh because i'm a good person for my anyway so i went to go buy groceries and i was it was about i want to say 10 30 at night and as I'm getting groceries, I mean, it was already raining and stuff. Uh, but then I heard the wind pick up. And then everything started to rattle. Like the whole uh, building of H-E-B started to rattle. And then the lights went off right when I was in the back of the meat section. Hey, mamas. Uh, I was right in the back of the meat section. And the light, people started coming in first. And... And I could see outside, like the, the, the windows opened up, not the windows, the sliding doors had opened up and the rain went from pouring down to sideways. The rain was going sideways and I should have been scared. But instead of being scared when the lights turned off, I thought, hey, let me get as many groceries as I can into my basket and hopefully the power doesn't come back on and I can get free groceries because I'm a piece of crap person. <laughs> it didn't work out that way. I even ate the, the sushi inside H-E-B while I was trying to do everything. And, uh, yeah, so what happened was right when I got up to the front, the lights turned back on. And I had to spend double 
my groceries bill. I mean, I, I basically got double of whatever I get. And because uh, I'm not that greedy, I wasn't going to get triple. But I got double of whatever I usually get. And I ended up spending twice my grocery bill for the week. So we got groceries for a while. That's the good news. But then, but what an idiot. Because what happened was a tornado touched down across the parking lot of H-E-B. Yeah, there's this place called BurgerFi, which I like to take my, my kids to, and uh, ripped the roof off of BurgerFi. Like the whole kitty area where they play, gone. Yeah. So let's say uh, the power didn't come on. It was right near my car. That thing could have swooped to my car. Then I would have had to walk a, a grocery basket or a grocery cart all the way back to my house. Yes, I would have stole the grocery cart. What am I going to do? Just leave my groceries there? No, I stole them. I have to go and bring them back to the house. The part that got me, anyway, so uh, on the way back home, once I put everything in back in the car, I couldn't get straight home. Uh, there was trees in the street, so I had to go around three different streets and drive on. I didn't drive on the lawn of people's houses, but I drove on the sidewalk to get around trees. And I finally get home, and then our power's out. So all the meat that I bought goes bad. All the bacon, the chicken, the everything, the turkey, it all goes bad. Uh, the only thing that didn't go bad was the frozen stuff, but that's because there was like, I guess, ice inside the freezer. And I mean, all the ice free freeze together and, and just melted into this one huge, which I haven't cleaned out yet, which I'm sure my wife wants me to clean out right away. But it just became like one huge ice block. But maybe that's what helped it from not messing. But everything in the fridge pretty much went bad. And uh, we had to throw it all out. But HEB has a policy where... You just take it back and be like, hey, I brought these back. I bought these yesterday and now they're all bad because of the power adage. And they let me get the groceries back. They let me replace everything. So they let me replace, I would say, about $60 worth of meat. So thank you to HEB. Herberty Butts, thank you, sir, for your grocery store. They're very kind and thank you. I appreciate that. I could have taken advantage of been like, oh, everything went bad. They'd be like, your canned goods went bad. Yeah, canned goods went bad, but I didn't do that. I just said the meat went bad because that's what went bad. The eggs went bad too. The turkey smelled gross. The cheese was all soft and stuff. The milk, ugh, I wanted to throw up with the milk. The milk was nasty, but so I had to get new. So that was my uh, I almost died slash I tried to loot H-E-B story. What a piece of crap I am, right? Real piece of shit to be like... Oh, thank you, H-E-B. You guys are so kind. By the way, I wanted to steal all those groceries, just so you know. But I didn't. I didn't because I'm a good Samaritan and the lights came on. So that's why I didn't do that. Right? Cool. So uh, I don't know if you guys know this comedian. His name is uh, Nick Guerra. Nick Guerra. He posted some. He's from the Valley. I'm from the Valley. If you know where the Valley is, uh, then screw you. No. If you don't know where the Valley is, that is the bottom three, four, four counties. The bottom, yeah, there we go. The bottom four counties of Texas, right there on the border. And he's and he put a post about how he we're American citizens, but we're meant to almost subconsciously feel like we're not. Because ever since I could remember, every time we came up to San Antonio or we came up to Corpus or Houston or Dallas or wherever we went outside of the valley, pretty much, Paso Furias, that's the place, the town right before, there's a checkpoint. And you have to answer, are you an American citizen or not? And I never thought about it that way. I don't know why, maybe because of the conditioning, but I never thought about, oh, like, 
that's like you don't have to do that anywhere else. Where else do you have? I mean, I guess if you're coming from Canada, but anywhere within the U.S., like, you know, people don't do that. But we had to do that every single time. Are you an American citizen? And you try to put on your most American voice possible. Like, yes, sir. Like, you didn't want to do. Because we all had valley accents growing up. I know I had a valley. I talk a little bit more like this, bro. And then I talk real fast. And then, you know, a little bit like this. And that's the way I would talk. Because uh, I was the lighter of my friends. The lighter dude. The lighter Hispanic, Latino, Mexican, whatever you want to call me, right? And so, I mean, you want to be like your peers. And so I was trying to be as Mexican as I can, man. And so I talk a little bit more like this when I would talk. But I don't really talk that way. I mean, maybe I got rid of the accent in college. I don't know. But you would try to sound as American as possible. Like, yes, sir, I am a, I am an American. They're going to be like, yeah, bro, I'm good. I'm American, bro. Because then you're going to get pulled over, gonna, which I have. I've been pulled over and searched, and they're searching for drugs. But that's what happens when you go through the checkpoint at 2 o'clock in the morning with a, uh, a truck full of your clothes because you're going back to college, and you ended up going back to college late because you decided to stop at this girl's house. Anyway, that's uh, that's another story. But, um, yeah, so I that was uh, Negera, not that you listen to this podcast, but that was a very... Uh, touching post you put on facebook that may it it added a different perspective that me being from the valley i i should have thought of but i i never had i never thought about that and uh yeah that's it's not it's like we're american citizens but we're not american citizens like it's like the valley is the border itself it's the buffer zone like if if shit went down then the valley would be the border. You know what I mean? The government, I believe, would just let that go to crap. Like, all right, this is where we're going to fight the war. Like if terrorists went to Mexico and then came across the border into the valley and were literally fighting us, I believe they would just, McAllen, Brownsville, Westlake, all that is just, meh. Yeah, sorry. Now this is the fighting area. And, uh, yeah, that's the way it's going to be. So that's that's uh, scary. It's scary. Also in the news, Trump, Trump uh, apparently, I don't understand. I thought he believed in state rights. And now apparently when it comes to marijuana, no, you got to go by the federal law. So are they going to start raiding dispensaries now? And I know a lot of, like, especially old generations like my parents are like, good, they should do that. Marijuana is bad. It's a plant. Calm down. You know what's bad? Tobacco. You know what's bad? Alcohol. Hmm? You know what? Cars kill a lot of people. Let's make all that. It's a plant. It is a plant. There's been. Does it make you dumber? Some people. If you're already dumb, it's gonna make you dumber. But and if you're schizophrenic, it's probably gonna make you even crazier. And if you know whatever, it's gonna exacerbate that. But it's better than taking. I'll tell you this: being on Vicodin and having smoked weed before. Uh, Vicodin is much worse for you. It's gonna kill your liver and your kidneys. And uh, and it's killed, and you can become addicted to it. Whereas on the other hand, marijuana will take away your pain, and it'll numb your. It doesn't take it away completely, but it'll numb it. You know what I mean? And especially if you have any type of arthritis or anything like that. Like I don't do that now. I'm not smoking because I got you know I got the kids and everything, and also I don't have money to do it. And oh, and it's illegal, and it's legal in Texas, so I don't do it. But uh, once I get older. And uh, there's no kids here around anymore. And I'm just some old dude. Hell yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to smoke every day. I'm going to smoke every day, all day. Why? Because I'm old. Who cares? And I want to be calm. And I'm not a big drinker. So it doesn't hurt my stomach. 
That's what I'm going to do. Anyway, so uh, they're saying they go by federal law. Man, if if they start raiding dispensaries with, like, basically the whole West Coast, it's legal rec- recreational marijuana. Um, if they start to, I don't know why, but out of everything, that's what's going to start the Civil War. That's what will start the Civil War. Don't mess with these people. When they already took this long to make it legal. And now they're making billions of dollars off of that in tax revenue. Leave it up to the states. Let them do it. I, that makes no sense how, in one thing, you'd be like, well, it's not state law. I mean, it's, it's fed against federal law. Well, you know what? I thought you were for states' rights. Make up your damn mind, asshole. Anyway, <laughs> that and what really disturbed me, too, I don't know if you guys, I saw it live uh, for Standing Rock. Uh, I don't know if it was the police or the military. I mean, nowadays, who can tell the difference? But because uh, we have military, militarized police, because we had a surplus of militarized weapons. So we decided, hey, let's give it to local cops. And you know what? Local cops want to use that stuff. Okay? You can't give somebody brand new equipment that's cool as shit and think that they're not going to use it. They're going to, oh, my daughter came in the room. I can't say bad words. What? What's up? You want to be a part of the podcast? She just came in the room right now. Don't think I was cussing around my daughter. Did you hear any of that, Mama? No? Oh, she has her book and she's sitting down. Read your book. Yeah, read The Furry Doggy. The Furry Doggy. Anyway, she has a book that has a furry doggy on the front. So I guess it's called Furry Furry Doggy. I don't know what it's called. Oh, day drunk. Day drunk. I am day drunk and I'm at home. I don't know if that's the song. I th- no, that song is called Deo. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> it's so stupid. I'm going to start singing that for now. Day drunk, day drunk. I am day drunk and I am at home. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what was I talking about? Trump, marijuana, illegal. Say going by federal law. Oh, no, no, no. Standing Rock. So the military went in and uh, kicked them all out. And the day before, there was fires. And I was talking to my brother about that. And he was just like, well, I heard that the protesters. I was like, uh, they're Native Americans. Quick on them, protesters. No, they're protesters. No, it's their land. You can't. Pro- That's like being at your house or your parents' ranch or whatever and being like, oh, look at these protesters. Uh, you mean the people whose land it is? From the treaty from back in the 1800s, you're talking about those people? Yeah, it's their land. They're not protesting, okay? The, anyway, so the Native Americans, he's saying that they um, burn their own stuff. That, that's what he was telling He's like, oh, I heard they burn their own stuff so they can blame it on the government. Yeah, I'm sure that's what happened. I don't... And who said that? Oh, the government said that? Okay. But now, nowadays, it's to the point where you don't... It, I, Trump has made it, and not just Trump, I don't want to just say, the, the left too has made it to where you don't know what's a lie and what's not. And everybody, it doesn't, oh, where do you get your news from? Oh, I got it from CNN. CNN's fake news. Where'd you get it from? Fox News. Oh, Fox News is fake news. Where'd you get RT? Oh, Russia Today, what are you, a KGB spy? Where'd you get it? Free Thought Project. <laughs> That's just the internet. You So anybody, anywhere you get your news from, there's going to be the other side that's going to say, oh, that's fake news. That's BS. Uh, so, I mean, there's no winning an argument. 
There's no winning it because it's just so convoluted. And he did the one thing I'll say my brother did have a good point in is that Trump does that to distract from what he really wants to do, which is scary. But so that the so that they're not on him for that. So he can basically do what he wants to do, do these executive orders. And people are just going to talk about how he talks about, oh, it's fake news, which they do. They fall right into his trap. My thought process was the whole thing about uh, he goes so so if you he because he was telling me he goes so do you think if Hillary won if you think Hillary won it would none of this would be happening and and that everything would be gravy I was like that's not what I that's uh, that's not what I mean in fact uh, I don't think that Hillary was ever and this is where the conspiracy part comes in I don't think Hillary was ever supposed to win I don't now the more and more I see it because Hillary was is a globalist Barack Obama. It's a globalist. And I understand a global agenda. That makes sense. If you went to a benevolent uh, civilization, you wouldn't figure they have different countries or different governments. They'd have one government. You know what I mean? Because they're all together. But that's not how we live. We're dumb apes is what we are. Uh, Yes, I'm talking about us, mama. Is that all right? I call this all dumb apes. You're not a dumb ape, though. You're a cute little monkey. Yes, you are your cute little monkey. Look at your little monkey with your little monkey feet. Oh, you're a monkey. Anyway, so, and, and Trump is not a globalist. Uh, Trump is a nationalist, and he truly believes in, 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 in hey, calm down. I, I believe he truly believes in America first, but I believe the globalists will use him as a blunt instrument. And what I mean by that is they'll, He's going to try to get stuff done, and they're going to see, like, see, nationalists are just racist people who don't like, you know, so-and-so, whatever, which some are. I mean, the Nationalist Socialist Party Nazis, but not all nationalists believe that. You know what I mean? Nationalists don't always believe that. They're just not for a global government because the global government is, uh, what, bankers and uh, uh, an elite that have been, I mean, and I'm not saying Illuminati, but I'm, but I am saying the Illuminati. No, I'm not saying Illuminati, but a global elite that do not have our our interests at heart, uh, because once you get to a certain level of wealth or power, uh, I think you kind of lose your humanity, kind of the way normal people. And it's sad to say, uh, a lot of normal people look at homeless people. They look, oh, you're a bum. You're, I just, if there was none of you, the world would be better. And a lot of elite, I would assume, because I'm talking out of my ass, uh, would believe that as well. You know what I mean? They don't. They lose their humanity once they get to a certain level of wealth or whatever. So uh, I think they'll use Trump as a blunt instrument uh, to be like, see, look how nationalists are to further uh, to further get their globalist agenda done. Right, because they'll, if it was Hillary in there, we know she's a globalist. It would be harder for them to do it. So now they have a scapegoat because they don't care what happens to Trump. Trump, they they have uh, they have somebody who they can scapegoat and be like, see, this is why the country went to crap because a stupid nationalist like him. We need to join a North American Union or whatever they want to put across to us, right? Again, this is just the ramblings of a stay-at-home father who really knows nothing about anything and just gets his information off the internet and stuff that he reads and podcasts he listens to. So uh, take everything I said with a grain of salt. And uh, yeah, you like how at the very end of that, I just discredited myself because that's what I like to do because this is supposed to be a comedy podcast and I'm trying to be funny, but uh, I'm not Tom Simmons. So it's very hard to make stuff like this funny because i don't write jokes i just rant for 30 minutes
get her because she's uh, took my paper and my pen. Can you bring my paper back? She's protesting. She didn't want me talking about Trump and globalism because she's a globalist. She believes in a one world order. And I, I don't agree with you, Zozo. We believe in naps. We believe. Yeah. <laughs> Quick quote my jokes. Go over there with mama. Go, mama. Go, mama. Hey, go, mama. You keep throwing tantrums. I can't, that's why I can't have you on the podcast. All right? And it's not because you're a woman, Zozo. It's just that you don't know how to talk yet. And you just yell and want to touch the mic. And it's very frustrating. And then you take my paper, and these are my notes. I write a couple of notes. I don't have a lot of them. And I'm day drunk. <laughs> day drunk. My mind, I want to go home. <laughs> Did you like my song? Uh, whatever. Oh, man. Been listening to Alan Watts a lot lately because uh, I'm late in life and everybody who's heard of him already knows what I'm... Yeah. Uh, apparently he was a drunk too and that's what he died of. But I liked one thing that he said about uh, a comedy, right? He's not a comedian. He's a, he's a philosopher from England, mostly uh, Eastern philosophy. And he tried to make, us, make sense to uh, dumb Westerners. That's what we are. We're dumb Westerners. Anyway, so uh, the way... The way you explain comedy is comedy is not to make you laugh. I mean, not is to make you laugh too. Comedy is to make you laugh, not teach. It's an it's emotional. You know what I mean? Not logical. It's the opposite of logical. Because when you hear a joke, you don't think, "Oh, that's funny." Because if you did, then you wouldn't laugh. You would just be like, "Ha! I get the joke." Logical. Kind of when you read a lot of memes, you don't laugh out loud. You're just like, "Oh, I get it. That's funny." Versus something that people laugh at involuntary it's an involuntary reaction like kind of like sneezing you know what i mean like you you just as, and the best laugh that exemplifies that oh exemplifies that i use that right i don't know that would <laughs> exemplify that would be um like when you when some when you have a crowd laugh at your joke and then immediately after go oh because they thought about it after that. It's involuntary that they laughed. It's a guttural laugh like, oh, 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 that laugh. That is the greatest laugh I can get from an audience because I'm a messed up person and that's what I like. But because they didn't want to laugh at it because they felt like, oh, I shouldn't laugh at it because I'm a good person. I'm a good person. But no, you laughed at it because there's truth in it. Uh, you laughed at it because it's... Uh, outlandish, is preposterous. It's just supposed to make you laugh. It's not supposed to necessarily, it should make you think a little bit, but the way you would think about it, like an abstract painting, right? Oh, I know my comedian friends are like, you're so full of crap. Anyway, like an abstract painting, it's not supposed to be offensive to you. Um, some people get offended, but that's mainly because of trigger words and you're dumb. So <laughs> that's right. I said it. You're dumb. So that's why that's why it's not funny when you explain a joke. You know what I mean? Like if you tell a joke and then you explain it after, people will go, ah, okay, I get why it's funny. But they won't laugh out loud because you explained it to them. It's kind of like showing somebody a magic trick, but at the same time telling them how you're doing it. It's a little bit like that. Like you want to do the magic trick and they're like, whoa, that surprised me. But if you show them how you did the magic trick, it's no longer magic. It's like, oh, you're just, I'm stupid and you fooled me is basically what it is. So, um, yeah, that's that was kind of, I summed it up. I kind of kabazzed it. Or I could kablabla it uh, a little bit. But uh, comedy philosophy, shut up. 
a comedy philosophy. My wife laughing in the back. A comedy philosophy mixed in with Alan Watts. Man, this has been a good podcast. I liked it. Uh, I like being day drunk. I think I'm going to do this now from now on. I'm just going to get drunk all day off uh, mimosas and vodka sodas because that's what I like to drink. And uh, I'm going to go take a nap now because uh, hopefully my wife will let me do that and not make me wash the dishes or do anything like that or clean the house because that's what I want to do. I want to go take a nap. So uh, next week I will be at the Houston Improv. So family who listens to this, I'll be in Houston uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday. Um, this weekend I'll be at the Blind Tiger Midnight Show underneath the Magic Time Machine and also off the cuff. Next week I'll be back on the MGB podcast. Meet George and Blair on iTunes. It's a weekly podcast they do that I'm I'm a guest on it pretty much every week. This past week I didn't do it, uh, but next week I will do it. So this next Monday you can catch me on that as well. Check me out on Funny Man Comedy Works. That's one word. Funny Man Comedy Works. Uh, Funny man, one word, and then comedy works. Share this, comment, like. Uh, I feel like I'm getting better at it. It doesn't seem so uh, ranty, I feel. Or I could be full of crap. Who knows, right? Hey, babe, your phone's ringing and ruining my podcast. Thank you. That's what's ruining my podcast, not my voice or the stuff I talk about. All right, guys. uh, I love you all for listening and liking and sharing. Thank you. I'm going to go spend time with my daughter. No, I'm not. I'm going to go take a nap. Uh, but uh, that's what I'm going to do, and I will talk to you next week. Deuce. <laughs>